Hey folks, Dan with Holy Spirit Soapbox once again. I hope you are doing well. And I want to say thank you, as always, for joining in. We're starting to see some movement here with this podcast. It's reaching a lot more people and it's really awesome to see. We love the fact that we can talk to you every week. We love the fact that y'all are listening and you're reaching out to us. We love the fact that the gospel is spreading. I feel like there's this revival, not even just with us, like all over the place. I feel like there's this revival that Christ is just getting into the hearts of people. And it's, it's, it's really fun to see. It's really awesome to see. And I'm so happy to see so many people happy, (laughs) joyous, that they can actually love Christ too. So this is really exciting. Please continue to pray for everybody. All, I don't know how many people, 7 billion something. I don't even know how many people are on the earth nowadays, but however many people there are, let's pray for all of them. Let's pray for ourselves. Let's pray for the church to continue to expand so the kingdom of heaven can be expanding as always and that God can continuously get into the hearts of all of man. And one way that we can continuously grow the kingdom, right, or help participate with God to grow the, the kingdom is by forgiving others. Forgiveness is huge. For God, of course, he's all merciful. He's all about mercy and grace. And we should be too. If we want to be anything like Jesus Christ, which we should, we want to continuously follow in his footsteps, we got to forgive people. And we got to be forgiven as well, right? Because, hey, there. if you have a world full of people that are just not forgiving, that don't care about the other person, that hold on to grudges or whatever, we're, we're going to go nowhere. Okay, so it says it right in the Lord's Prayer. Lord, forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And we went over this when we dug deeper into the Lord's Prayer a lot of episodes ago. Okay, and we might say this Lord's Prayer a lot. We do it actually at nighttime with our our children just because we want them to get something right. We want them to get used to praying. We pray all the time, but especially before bed. Right. Let's. Ask the, ask the Lord for forgiveness as we have forgiven our debtors. Ask him to protect us from uh, trespassing against him going forward and, and falling into temptation. You know, the whole Lord's Prayer. So we recite this prayer at nighttime and continuously, and you might do the same thing. You might do the same thing. However, we have to f- ask for forgiveness all the time from God. We do because we sin every single day. We sin against God every single day. Let's look into Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 and 15 real quick, okay? I'm reading from the NIV here, and it doesn't get much clearer than this from Jesus' mouth. This is Jesus speaking right here. Matthew chapter 6, 14 and 15. This is the NIV I'm reading from. I'm going to read it out loud, or you can revisit later. Here we go. Verse 14. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. 15. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins really hear that or listen to to verse 15 really look at verse 15 here but if you do not forgive others their sins your father will not forgive your sins wow he's god's not messing around here jesus is not messing around here and he's also he's just he's so multi-dimensional when he speaks it's incredible because right here makes you think deeply about yourself and where you are and it's not another checkbox, by the way. This is not a thing where he's like, all right, add this to your list, right? Okay, open up an app, <laughs> right? There's like Google Keep. That's what we use. You have checkboxes. You can do that. 
I, we're not paid by them, but it's just a thing that we use. Hopefully you find it helpful. But here's another checkbox. Put that right there. Otherwise, you're not going to be forgiven. That's not what he's saying either. And per usual, he is just trying to get us to look inside our hearts because Jesus knows our hearts. He knows our thoughts. He knows all these things. And it's it's evident throughout the Bible. And he knows our hearts, but he wants you to know your own heart too. He wants to know where your heart is so you can continue to lay these things down at his feet. So you can surrender all these things to him. So you can further your trust in him and your faith in him, right? When you read that, you could have had a couple reactions, right? There's one of two ways. Is the first way, fine, whatever, God, so be it. Then don't forgive me because what that person did to me is beyond forgiveness. You could have gone that route or maybe it's along the lines of, wow, I should really understand why I can't forgive this person and think about doing that soon. You could have gone one of two ways, right? When we choose to not forgive someone, we have now minimized our own sins and maximized the sins of that other person against us. We have now determined that their sin is greater than the continuous sins we do to other people, but more importantly, to God. And golly, don't we love to forgive ourselves fairly quickly, right? We might do something horrible to someone or to God. Or both. And justify. Just self-justify all of it. Well, I did it once. I know it wasn't good of me, but whatever. God forgives me. And then we abuse his mercy and his grace. But if someone else does something horrible to us, no freaking way they're getting away with it. Mm -mm, Not on my watch. No way. They hurt me so bad. Now, friends, I do understand that some people may have hurt you really, really bad. And have done some horrible things to you. Some horrible, horrible, horrific things to you. I do understand that. And I'm not minimizing that at all. But the point of what Jesus is saying first here is that he understands. He's saying he understands if you read between the lines here. He's saying it. He understands when someone sins against you. And he mentions this in previous verses, you know, in the Sermon on the Mount. About not fighting fire with fire, essentially. He, he understands. Do you know why? Because he gets sinned against every single day. He gets sinned against by all of us every single day. Some really, really bad things like murder or sexual abuse or immorality and all these different things of hurting his children, his people. He understands. He gets sinned against all the time. And this leads to the next part here. He is humanizing you and those who have dehumanized you. He's humanizing both of you. We talked about dehumanizing others in a recent episode. And dehumanization contains way more collateral damage than we think. We continuously dehumanize those that dehumanize us until we're so broken and divided that we forget about the humanization that God has given us in his image the fact that he came to earth in the flesh as a human to humanize us and then died a human a really human like death but then gets glorified humanizes all of us it brings us all back together under one roof he now creates us as equals he makes us equal now there's no inequality anymore after that we are all equal 
And finally, here, Jesus gives us hope. Regardless of what another person has done to you, there's an escape by following Christ and an open door to eternal life. I always say the first step to true Christ fellowship and and following begins with our recognition of where we fall short. Then we allow him to transform us. Okay, it's not a checkbox. Forgiveness is an opportunity, not a task. God is saying, hey, I know that person did something horrible to you, but what have you done horrible to me or others? And he also says to leave vengeance to him in Deuteronomy 32, 35, and then repeated by Paul in Romans 12, 19. Mercy is an important part about being a Christian. Many times we expect mercy on us for the things we've done to God and or others, but we can't find it in us to provide mercy for others. So when we step back, and allow Christ to work in us and through us, the worries of this world tend to to lessen, if you will. For instance, right? I know some people that have had grudges for about $20 for 20 years. Okay? It's like a dollar a year grudge or something, right? Like they've held this grudge for so long. and, And they might even have a ton of money now in the bank. They're stacking dollars and they have way more than 20 bucks. They don't even need the 20 bucks, but they hold on to the whole principle of the $20. And okay, I get it. It's understandable. But when we measure that up against the sins that we tend to do to God in every day, it's only a drop in the ocean. $20 or owing somebody $20, just a drop compared to what we do to God all the time. This is why mercy is such a great way to understand God's heart and true love for us. What person on earth would give their lives up asking for forgiveness of those persecuting them while on a cross, this is Luke 23, 34, die and resurrect for every person who has ever lived, even though they have all sinned and done horrible things to him? Who would do that? You know who? A merciful, loving God. That's who. A God that does not expect us to do anything for him. These burnt offerings and all these other... No, I gave you Christ. I gave you me. I died for you. Now just forgive others because I forgave you. And believe me when I say this, when I read this, like when I read these things that I write, that I get from the Spirit, that I feel on my heart, I meditate and let God put into my heart again that these are the people that you've sinned against. (laughs) He reminds me including him, and especially him. And I pray for those people and ask forgiveness from some. I've actually reached out to some people over years that I haven't talked to, and I'm like, hey, listen, I'm sorry I did that to you. And they're like, what the heck? I didn't even remember that. And I'm like, well, good. But also, (laughs) sorry for reminding you, but I just want to get your forgiveness. Because I, I did this, I did this wrong to you, so can you please forgive me? It's just been eating away at me, or God reminded me about it. And then I presented all this in confession to God. And God told me I'm forgiven. I'm not perfect. But I found this to be helpful for me. And I hope that something like that is helpful for you. I hope that if you find it in you to forgive somebody, do it. Because Jesus forgave you. And talk to if you can talk to that person about it, right? If you can... Let them know. There's nothing wrong with letting somebody know that you've been hurt by them. 
there's nothing wrong with letting people know that, man, you know, that kind of really hurt me and I would love an apology. You can even ask for one. I mean, you know, do it in a nice manner if you can, but there's nothing wrong with asking somebody to apologize and, and to kind of break bread between them and vice versa. Somebody, if you do something to somebody else, I encourage you to reach out and be like, I am so sorry because that's what Christ would do. That's what Christ would do. I mean, Christ never sinned against anybody. So we don't have that, but he consistently talks about forgiveness and mercy and how God is full of it. Full of mercy, <laughs> not full of it. That sounds horrible, but you get what I'm saying, okay? So let's get some verses to meditate on here. My gosh, that was a hard way to end it. <laughs> Here's some verses to meditate on, okay? First one is Hosea chapter 6, verses 4 through 6. If you have your Bible, open them up. Let's read together. If you don't, no problem. They're in the description, so you can read them later, and you can meditate, them on, med- meditate on them later. But here we go. Hosea chapter 6, verses 4 through 6. This is the NIV. It says this. What can I do with you, Ephraim? What can I do with you, Judah? Your love is like the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears. Therefore, I cut you into pieces with my prophets. I killed you with the words of my mouth. Then my judgments go forth like the sun. For I desire mercy, not sacrifice, an acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. Here we see lamenting or lamentations of those within Ephraim and Judah, where people were continuously sinning against God and others, per usual. And what did they do? They offered sacrifices up to God for those sins. They were only concerned about their sins and asking for forgiveness instead of trying to change their hearts and move forward, even sinning in the first place. They they didn't care about that. They just cared, well, I'm going to keep killing these animals and burning them. Poor animals, right? I mean, they were really, really good at burnt offerings and sacrifices to eliminate their own sin. But truly the way to eliminate sin is to surrender to God and change from the inside out. God desires mercy and gives mercy freely to those who want to give mercy freely. So that was a verse from the Old Testament. Let's look into the New Testament, okay? Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 and 22 So interesting. Here we go. 21. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times seven times. Well, the answer is right there. Now, Peter asked some interesting questions. I I can't put a finger on his personality, how Peter was, but he asked these like, interesting just digging questions but they're almost like okay well why they're very fleshly i I don't know i can't explain it but he asked the good questions because like okay well fine how many times should i forgive this person that sins against me just seven times is that seven a good number and jesus like no no, no, 70 times seven like infinity way more than you can even count on your fingers and toes okay right after this Jesus discusses the unforgiving servant, which we briefly discussed again in the Digging Deeper episode, Breaking Down the Lord's Prayer. Essentially, we are all in debt to God. Every single person, every single day. 
We continuously sin against God and we continuously sin against others on a daily basis, whether we're aware of it or not. I mean, there's some things that we might do and we're like, I don't know if that's a sin because we don't know if it orients ourselves away from God in that, in that instance of whatever we're doing. And we have to read the word, right? We might not be aware of it, but because of this, we are hypocrites when we don't forgive. When we don't forgive somebody else, we're a hypocrite. Just straight, there you go. <laughs> Imagine being forgiven of your entire mortgage, okay? This kind of goes back to the analogy earlier with the $20, you know, grudge. Imagine being forgiven of your entire mortgage. Man, I wish, and I pray for this all the time, for all of us. I pray that we all just be forgiven our mortgages or whatever payments we have, okay? But pretend you are, all 30 years of it. And then one of your friends owes you 10 bucks. And you've just saved a few thousand per month of your paycheck, but you go after your friend for the $10 and you don't stop going after your friend for the 10 bucks. It sounds foolish, right? It sounds a little messed up, okay? God has forgiven us all for our sins. Every single person that has ever lived, that is living right now, and that will live. And as I mentioned earlier, the 10 or $20 is just a drop in the ocean in comparison for what we actually owe God. So now, let's dig. Let's dig some more. Here we go. Three questions. Question number one is this. Is there someone right now you can forgive today? Is there someone that you can forgive today? Number two. Is there someone in your life that you may need to seek forgiveness from? Hmm. Two-way street. Two-way street. Question three. How does God's Infinite mercy for our transgressions change your perspective on what forgiveness really means. This is a tough topic. I know this entire forgiveness thing is really tough. It really is because there's some things that people have done to us that's just really difficult to forgive. And I'm sure vice versa. Now, listen. If you need to chat about it, you can go on our website, HolySpiritSoapbox.com, and you can chat with us directly. A few people have done that already. And it's been great to see these people pop on and give us their testimonies or chat with us about things and ask questions. It's amazing. But if you need that prayer request, you can chat with us. But we also have a prayer request little area on our website that you can go on and and you can put in your prayer request and we will share it to the rest of the listeners and on social media and an email if you'd like if you don't want that please feel free to let us know and we won't share it without us but we will pray for you regardless so listen forgiveness is tough if you have trouble forgiving someone we're here to help you and if you have trouble asking for forgiveness from someone we're here to help as well. So let's let's do that. Let's be a community together. Okay? Let's be a community together. And feel free to reach out to us any time. I want to close this out in prayer. I'm going to pray over everybody anyway. Okay? So let's let's take our prayer posture. If Whatever it looks like. If it's safe to do so, let's talk to our Father in Heaven. Our Father in Heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. We pray that we can hear this and feel this 
and understand this. We pray that we can forgive others that have hurt us so bad because we know we hurt you every single day and that we should be defending ourselves and we should defend our families and we should defend our finances and all the things that, that people might sin against us about. But we know that we can lean on you for all these things. And we know that we can forgive in our hearts and then pray for those people. And we pray to do that. We pray the same for others about us if we have hurt other people. We pray that those people can understand your mercy and forgiveness to to have that on us. And that you can have it on us as well. We pray that you can lead us away from wanting to attack and avenge ourselves and defend ourselves violently or in any ways that are not like Christ. We want to walk like Christ. We want your spirit to move in us so that we can continuously understand your mercy and grace and accept your resurrection and accept your son that you put on a cross for all of us because we had no way to repay you. And we pray all this in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's name. Amen.